0: My favorite actor was going to be in it. Like he's um, your favorite
1: actor and he's the best actor you've ever seen and you love watching him be an actor or you just like looking at him because he's beautiful. I just like beautiful. looking at him. There you go.
0: Welcome to What Should I Watch? A podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host T and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. There's a song that plays throughout 20 episodes. It's song by Jimin from BTS. Every character has a different story and brings different emotion. Right? I think that's the key word. Hi, thanks for tuning in. This is what Should I Watch, episode number 51.
1: Ooh, one episode away from one year of podcasts.
0: It's, it was exactly a year ago that I decided to do this. I think around this time I was looking up Adobe and trying to find, you know, stuff for my logo.
1: Great logo, by the way.
0: Yeah, I did that.
1: <laughs> you did it all.
0: So Yeah, it's been almost a year. We we're just a week away from a special episode. Yay. So.
1: And I've been with you for not all, but a lot of those episodes.
0: Yeah. So stay tuned for the next episode, episode number 52. It's going to be fun so
1: thanks for having me as always my question for you is what should I watch
0: you just watched Anna you just finished Anna
1: yeah I did that was last episode or the episode before and yeah it was really great I really enjoyed it it's still with me so I either want to watch more of Anna or (laughs) I'm ready for something different or something new you know Did you get that feeling when you watched it that you wanted to watch more of it or were you satisfied with the whole experience?
0: Uh, I think it was good. It was just enough.
1: Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about that today and yesterday. Um, I think the way it ended...
0: Are you going to talk about the ending? Are you going to spoil? Should I put the warning?
1: Uh, maybe. I don't have to. Uh,
0: were you gonna say you liked the ending?
1: Yeah, I liked it, but I was hoping for something different. I guess. Uh-huh. So I won't spoil it. I was hoping for, um, I don't know, just something a little different. I think I was, I wasn't satisfied with how it ended. I think that's what it was. But I also think I wanted to see more adventures. You know what I mean? I think that's part of. Initially,
0: it, you know. I didn't like the ending, but yeah. more I think about it. I think the ending carries the whole message of the show. Yeah. Like, you know, lying, and this is not just one simple lie. You know, it's right. Just one becomes another, and just getting bigger and bigger, and.
1: Well, and how it affects other people, right?
0: Well, it affects your life. But your not whole life, but
1: not just her.
0: Right, but other people.
1: Yeah, and how it ultimately ended. She's putting herself in a situation where she doesn't have to affect any more lives in a oh, way
0: you don't know that though in a
1: way i mean it's possible yeah but that's true you don't know that she could have the same behavior
0: so do you think
1: she learned from her
0: <laughs> i don't at this point i don't think you know by the the way it ended i don't think she has a choice anymore because yeah. it's almost like she, that's the only way she knows how to live or she can't be herself anymore or something like that i don't know like hmm. i feel like yeah we're getting close to spoiler, but
1: well, it's it just very, saying, yeah, it's intriguing. It's interesting. So if you haven't seen it yet, please go watch the director's cut of Anna
0: on Amazon prime.
1: Yeah. You'll love it. it it's like a, a bunch of little movies, um, eight episodes. Yep. I would have been happy with 10, but it does <laughs> wrap up nicely. Um, they resolve everything. And uh, it's very cool how it all happens. It's just, uh, I think I just, yeah, I think I just want to, maybe I'll just watch it again.
0: You know, you just mentioned that Anna is pretty much like a movie. Yeah. What I have today is also kind of like movie. Oh, cool. But not because how it's how it's shot. Right. Or the style, like aesthetics. But more like, you know, the type of movies that my mom like. I mentioned last time
1: mm. she watches
0: all the like weird art movies, French art movie kind yeah. of stuff.
1: <laughs> French new wave.
0: There's too much philosophy going in there. Oh, like, so that's how Mom, this is. this is just like it's just movie. Like I don't want to think too much. <laughs> I don't want to watch like expendable necessarily, but <laughs> I, I want something in the middle. Like I don't want it to be too complicated. My <laughs> life is too complicated. Yeah. So what I have today is. Very interesting. It's also, maybe in a way, it's kind of like Anna.
1: Okay. How so?
0: Because each episode has, like, sort of, like, its own story, right? When you watch Anna. Okay. Although yeah. it's, like, one story. Right. I don't know. If that's what it felt like.
1: Yeah, I can see that. It kind of has a beginning and an end. Right. And... Uh, Mini arc. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, it's a complete thought, in a way. Like, a complete... Yeah. Resolution, kind of.
0: So what I have today, it's typical 16 episode. Actually, this one is 20 episodes. Whoa. Show, But it is actually um, like episode by episode drama.
1: Oh, what does that mean? Omnibus. Omnibus.
0: You ever heard of the term? No. Omnibus. I have heard
1: of it, but I don't know what it means. (laughs) I'm stupid.
0: So... It's either written by different writers or Mm. written by the same writer, but different stories, kind of like a short story collections in a book. Yeah, gotcha. Like, you know, Laurie Moore does it well. Yeah. Speaking of which, I think she has a new book out.
1: Hmm. Does she?
0: If this is not my home, I don't have a home, something like that.
1: I want to read it. Although,
0: actually, I don't know if that one is short story. A short story collection oh, it of might short be stories. A fiction. Yeah, I don't she know. Does, she does both. Uh, anyway, I'm really good at drifting away from the topic. So, so. it's
1: like a collection of sto- short stories from the same author. So they're not necessarily connected. Each episode.
0: They are. With each so other? it's one big story,
1: okay. one
0: twenty-episode story, oh. but each episode is divided, mm-hmm. like actually titled s- differently. So you're watching. Twenty mini dramas <laughs> but they're all connected
1: wow that sounds really
0: and it's written by one writer crazy and i'm kind of i have to like control myself today because i don't want this episode to go over like two hours okay i feel like i easily could just so you keep enjoyed talking it? forever you enjoyed I, the show? So, I wanted to cover this drama way earlier, way sooner, but I didn't cover any of this writer's drama because I thought it was too too Korean. Oh. Like the sentiment and the backdrop and you know the message, everything just felt too Korean. I wasn't sure mm-hmm. how this was going to cross over to
1: a United States audience or a world audience.
0: Yeah. Unless you are like my mom and watch a lot of, like, art movies and stuff. Right. <laughs> think about life and stuff like Has that. Has your mom seen this? <laughs> yeah. Does she liked this show? She, I think she would definitely watch, like, three times. You know, when she was here, like, I was flipping through Netflix and she saw it. I'm like, oh, I'll definitely watch it that again. Like, that's, <laughs> um, that's great.
1: Okay, so it's on Netflix.
0: Yeah. And this is actually written by my favorite writer. Okay. In terms of Korean uh, TV or movie writer
1: has this person written both TV and movie
0: no only TVs okay but
1: still your favorite
0: yeah and you know she. I've covered Kim moon sook who did Goblin and mm-hmm. um, right now her new show Glory is you know it's still on the top and I've done I've covered Park ji she's the one who did Crash Landing on You and she did The, the Legend of Blue Sea yeah she's another big writer but i feel like those two are big because they make entertaining shows right like they always make shows that like gets like 20 percent ratings or something like mm-hmm. that like literally like somewhere between like 15 to 40 something year old all watch it
1: okay because so it's
0: entertaining and yeah fun, they're right?
1: enjoyable to watch right? yeah
0: and this writer that I, who's my favorite her name is no he She's been around for a very long time, and she's definitely written hit TV show. Yeah. But her stuff is different. It's how, not...
1: How is it different?
0: It's not... Like, if I were to compare to, like, Hollywood movies, mm-hmm. the formal two are, like, they write all the Avengers stuff. Okay. So people can generally enjoy it. It's fun. It's well-crafted. Right. You know, there are all the elements that people would like, right? right. And that's probably why those shows are internationally popular. Mm. Because, you know, you don't have to be American to enjoy Avengers, right? True. Noo hee writes something like, what are some things like Avengers, but <laughs> not quite Avengers?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think you're talking about something that's popular, but also like art based, like more creative, more uh, genuine, unique. I mean, you think about really popular filmmakers, someone like Quentin Tarantino. There's probably a lot of people that don't like his stuff, but they are really popular and fun to watch. But they're also very like artistic.
0: You know, think about Woody Allen. Like, yeah. I know people don't want to talk about Woody Allen anymore, but.
1: Well, out of, forget about the context, just think about him as a movie maker.
0: Right. right? So, I used to be a big fan of Woody Allen, and sure. his stuff is not necessarily, you know, ticket seller at the theaters, right? But it's right. fun, it's funny. Yeah. Uh,
2: it's, like, actually well, humorous. Well written, yeah. And
0: well written, and a lot of thoughts going into it. It's very philosophical, too. Yeah but entertaining, right. right? A lot of dialogues too. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like Woody Allen stuff is something like, you know, you can probably catch both audience, somebody who wants to take it a little more seriously, but also somebody just watch something fun, like funny dialogues and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So you feel like it's something like that? Yeah. Okay.
0: But also, like, a lot of Woody Allen stuff is, like, maybe sometimes you have to have cultural context behind. You yeah. Know? Maybe either America or, like, Jewish or something or, you know. like right. Maybe New York, you know, you have to have context. So, I think Rohi Kyung could be compared to Woody Allen.
1: So, you have to have Korean context.
0: Maybe a little bit in some shows. So, that's why I've been sort of, like, holding off on her stuff hmm. in my all. 40 50 episodes so far
1: yeah you've never done one of hers huh
0: but one year anniversary is coming up and at this point i'm like you know what i'm just gonna do what i want to (laughs) do at least once and also you know who knows maybe uh there are some people who are not korean who would really appreciate her stuff so she started writing in 1996 so you could tell she's been around for a long time. She won a lot of awards with her shows, including a few of like international awards, including mm-hmm. like other Asian countries. And she, I would say, she's a she mostly writes drama, like as in genre, like she's a drama writer. Okay. But a lot of her stuffs are very has a kind of thick social background something serious okay has a lot of messages so although she's been around for a long time and she's always considered as one of the biggest writers in korea there are some people who just don't watch her stuff Mm. because it's not avengers right
1: right some people just
0: want to watch something fun
1: they're not interested they
0: don't want to be they don't want to think about it like They just want to watch Avengers. They don't want to think about what's going on in the society. Right. Right. But her stuff always carries that kind of message, social message. Gotcha. Yeah. But still, her stuff did really well in the past, especially in the past, like, uh, 10, 15 years. Uh, There's one that came out in 2014 called That Winter, The Wind Blows. This one has Song Hye-kyo, who's really big. Um, international superstar she was also in glory recently Uh, a few years later she did it's okay that's love this is also on cocoa or Vicky. my absolute favorite is called dear my friends came out in 2017 it's on netflix i highly highly recommend this Hmm. another one that came out uh, a few years later called live this is about police but it's not a cop show. Gotcha. It's just their job is police. Right. Um, it's a really interesting show. I don't, I don't think there's any show that has police characters but carry story like this. Just forget that I even said character's job is police.
1: That they're police. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Huh? Yeah.
0: And the one I'm going to talk about today came out last year. It's called Our Blues.
1: Hmm. And on Netflix, 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And if all this talking about, like, could be a little serious, could be not for everyone and all this stuff, if this makes you want to, like, okay, I'm not going to watch, probably not going to watch that, and just turn off my episode, um, just hold off on it, because there's a song that plays throughout 20 episodes. It's song by Jimin from BTS.
1: Oh, BTS song.
0: It's <laughs> actually Jimmy and another guy. It's called the song is called "With You," and it's one of the songs that plays throughout the sh- episodes.
1: So they did something right to be able to get <laughs> that that song, right? <laughs> I don't think they would lend that song just to any drama.
0: Well, I think it's the opposite. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Any musicians who want to be featured in her show. Gotcha. She's that big.
1: So she's more popular than the BTS.
0: Oh yeah. Also I mean she holds special place. People you know, if this was like the UK, mm-hmm. she would have like title like Sir Madame or Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. She has a very special place. So usually actors wanna be featured in her shows. Um, producers wanna work with her. I mean all kinds of you know.
1: Cool. I ha- I haven't seen anything that you've named i did see i think our blues uh, i did see it pop up but i don't remember if i watched it or not why don't you tell me a little bit about it
0: so the biggest thing about our blues is that it's set in jeju island okay and if you're not familiar with jeju island that's a small very small island in the south sea of korea and it's really interesting because the whole island, like a lot of islands, I guess, um, is a volcanic island. Hmm. So you go there, um, a lot of things are like made with the volcanic rocks, right? Um, and the houses are very low, the traditional type of house, Right. because wind is really strong, so they can't build a house like a normal height. Yeah, the weather is
1: um, pretty extreme there.
0: Yeah. And in the middle of island there's a giant mountain. Um, it's supposed to be still live. Active? Yeah, active.
2: Mm. Um, I didn't realize that. It's a
0: really interesting island. And, you know, personally, it's kind of sad that it became so touristy yeah. in the past, like, 20 years or so. And uh, I visited, I don't know, like, 30 years ago or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it was always tourist spot for koreans right and you know back i don't know 70s or so like when people get married they'll go to jeju island that was like a honeymoon destination Mm, right now it's you know it's global now well not just global but it's just there are all kinds of touristy stores and whatever stuff that has nothing to do with jeju it's just you know
1: yeah they just popped up because they could make money
0: So it's kind of sad, but still, it's really beautiful place. Um, If you are planning to go to Korea, I highly recommend taking a you know a few days of trip to Jeju Island. And also, for some reason, a lot of foreigners live on Jeju Island. Hmm. I guess if when foreigners get tired of like crazy Korean life, (laughs) they (laughs) they go to Jeju Island because it's kind of like you're still living in Korea, but
1: it's very different.
0: Maybe it's not as crazy as like. You
1: know it's not as Korean yeah is it is it do you find similarities between that and uh, like Iceland
0: uh, no because the Iceland land. is I mean in a sense like maybe because it's a volcanic but very different climate and
1: yeah much colder yeah. and the Iceland.
0: thing is Jeju is not even um, tropical either mm, right it's not south enough to be, to tropical. be
1: warm and tropical yeah they get snow there. Yeah.
0: yeah. And what's really cool about Jeju is that there's this group of people called henya, which is also a big part in this show. Mm. So henya is basically a term for female ocean divers. Right. And it's a part of UNESCO's world heritage, world cultural heritage. So I borrowed the definition of Henio from their website. So basically what Henio is, uh, it's female divers and some aged in their eighties and they go diving almost 33 feet, which is 10 meters under the sea to gather shellfish, such as abalone sea urchin and stuff like that for a living without the help of oxygen mask. With knowledge of the sea and marine life, the Jeju henyo harvest for up to seven hours a day, 90 days of the year, holding their breath for just one minute for every dive and making a unique verbal sound when re- resurfacing. Divers are categorized into three groups according to level of experience knowledge is passed down to younger generations in families schools local fishery which have the area's fishing rights and Haenyeo school and Haenyeo museum
1: Okay so the show is about the Henya?
0: There is- are a lot of characters who are Henya. Okay but there that's not all
1: Okay so it's also uh, other things that are happening on Jeju
0: Yeah but it's really unique because Korea in general didn't really have women as a, like frontline workers
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, women were always kind of seen as you know they were supposed to be they virtuous staying home and taking right. care of families and you know but Jeju is very unique in that sense you know I mean imagine like being underwater 10 meters 33 feet you don't even have a mask right it's a skill it's which is probably why UNESCO, recognize it as this is cultural heritage and you know it means something for also um, sustainable fishing and uh, environmental cause and all that so yeah it's it's very unique
1: yeah I've I've uh, I've learned a a bit about it over the years Um, and it's they always talk about it that you know how the the women like pass it down Mm -hmm. through generations and all the, like the training they do yeah. for, you know, your breathing and yeah. how it's your, it's your life. Like yeah. if you choose it yeah. and then you just do it for the rest of your life and you can do it till you're very old and it's a very special thing. And um, also now I think in Jeju, it's, they're, they're famous,
2: <laughs> yeah
1: you know, so people come to see them. They think right. they have some connection to them, but right. they're really just trying to do their work <laughs> as right. they've always done. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's cool. It's, it's neat.
0: So yeah, it's a unique backdrop of the show. Um, just set in Jeju and not even like the touristy city part of Jeju. Right. Which is still pretty small compared to the rest of Korea. But this is a story set in a small, normal Jeju town.
1: So does it deal with like the politics or the, um...
0: Nope. There's no politics in it. There's no, like... The typical like power trip kind of element. There's nothing like that, and that's the that's usually what Noohi Gyeong, this writer, is good at. She's good at writing something without all the typical Korean, like Korean dramatic element
2: okay.
1: that
0: makes like story arc. You know, to pull out the climax from or something like that. You know, right. So like I said, because this is a this is an omnibus drama, there are a lot of characters here. Because like I said, there are twenty episodes, right? Right. And each episode is supposed to be about like each episode is supposed to be a different story. Okay. Right? It's not like episode one we're gonna watch Jane and Tarzan going <laughs> to the wood. The next episode, we see them trying to find trees to get the yeah. fruits. It's you know? not
1: linear. Yeah. Right. So what is it about? I'm struggling.
0: <laughs> it's about people living in this small Jeju town. Okay. But it's almost like you're looking at their life through microscope. Okay. So in each episode, they're focusing on one characters. or a couple characters. Okay. You Remember the movie Crash? Back yeah. in the day,
1: that's the first thing I thought of when you said that.
0: But I think Crash is like they don't know how, as a viewer, like you don't know how their the characters are gonna come together, yeah. Or like even like in even the characters, they don't know how they're gonna cross paths. Yeah, they know?
1: don't necessarily know. Yeah. yeah,
0: but this is not like that. They all know, and we know, and okay, you know. So but we're just like focusing on, on one at a time of each, and it, the reason is because. You know, demographics, is, they, they have different age groups, right? Okay. Some are, like, really young. Some are old. Right. Um, some of the characters are, like, 6 years old kid, 80-year-old grandma. Hmm. And at a different stage of life, we all go through different things, and our focus is different. Right. All right? Maybe six-year-old wants to have Dokboki,
2: hmm.
0: in front of her, like, house that she used to live or whatever she can't get in Jeju, whatever she used to be able to get back in mainland, right? While, like, you know, some 50-year-old man has different life goal or different thoughts that going through him at that stage of life, right? So each episode focused on a different theme. Okay. And maybe because of that, it could be maybe a little distracting. Or, like, in the first couple episodes, you might find... Like, hard to focus. Like, you don't know what's going on. Right. But just don't think about it. Go with it. Imagine, like, you're watching one hour movie at a time. (laughs) And in a few episodes, it'll all come together. Cool. And in fact, like, how they're connected or not connected, it's not really an issue.
1: Right. So you're just kind of watching life. Right. In this town.
0: And I think that's why not because it's written by a big writer and she always does so well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this came out and it was just, yeah, everybody watched it because all the viewers had at least a few characters they can relate to.
1: Right, that makes sense. Somebody to relate, everyone can relate to somebody. Right, this.
0: whether it's because of your age or whether because what they're going through is what you've gone through recently or, you know. Right. So I usually write my own summary, And if you didn't know, yeah, I did. In the past 50 episodes, I always use my own, write my own summary. Yay. But today, I couldn't do it. First of all, because there are too many things I have to touch on. And second of all, I couldn't dare ruin, possibly ruin her story (laughs) by writing my own summary. So So it's about respect. (laughs) Both. It's respect and fear. So I went on to the drama's official website and there was a little summary that the writer, or her assistant more likely, wrote as a promotion. Okay. So I got that one and I translated it. And again, because there are a lot of characters, there are about 14 characters, Mm. but not 14 different stories.
1: That is a lot when you think about it. Most stories only have like, three or four main characters yeah, and the then rest maybe are like three supporting or four su- supporting and then that's it you maybe go off a little bit with their parents or whatever but yeah 14 that's a lot
0: yeah and you know a couple of them it's like a pair of for like triple or quadruple so mm-hmm. it's not 14 stories but it is a lot and especially when you think about all those 14 actors who mm-hmm. play these characters they're individually very big uh actors mm. And like I said in the beginning,
2: cool.
0: actors who want to be in her show, right. so it wasn't probably a big issue to cast these people, but yeah, it's, uh, it was pretty crazy watching it. So here's what the show is about. This drama is a cheer for all the lives, whether it's about to end or at a climax or at the beginning. It's not because there's a special life that needs a cheering, but just being alive at this moment can be an infinite burden rather than a blessing. The writer wants to cheer for life itself to the fullest. Be happy. Ok Dong in her mid-70s, and she can't even greet her one and only son, Dong Seok, who is still single in his early 40s. All he has is a truck he sells knickknacks off of and short fuse temper. Her friend Yi is a senior henyo in her early seventies. She believes that living a long life is a sin. After three out of four children all died one by one in their early age, while her husband also died young. Unni, a single woman in her fifties works about 20 hours a day, gutting and cutting fish. She's been taking care of her brothers for all of her life, but all she hears back is that she likes to take credit for what she's supposed to be doing anyway. A young divorcee, Sana, returns to her hometown, Jeju. And Hansu, who is the only college graduate within a poor family, ends up living an average office worker life. He feels that he's hitting the wall to support his daughter, who lives in America with his wife, training to be a pro golfer. Yong a new and fearless young Henya, seems to be friendly to everyone, but for some reason, she doesn't share anything about herself nor makes real friends. When everyone goes to Seoul, even without much goal, Chong Jun stayed behind, saying that he would protect his hometown Jeju and his family. He became a vessel operator, and the only thing he wants is to live with a woman he loves at the coast of Jeju. But this humble dream doesn't seem so easy to achieve. A high schooler, Yongju, who is sick of Jeju and the people in her town, wants to leave everything behind, including her dad, for college in Seoul. But with her friend Hyun, she's unexpectedly being tied down. Their dads, Hoshik and Ying are enduring people's finger-pointing, blaming that they raised their kids wrong. But that's nothing compared to seeing their kids rebel and hearing harsh words like, What have you done as my father? Don't interfere in my life from now on. They are completely heartbroken because all they've been doing is to provide for their kids. After abandoned by her parents, brothers, husbands, and even her own child, Miran has nowhere to go, so she comes back to Jeju, and to her best friend eun feeling like it's the last straw of her life. But instead of being consoled, she finds out the truth and gets hurt. A six-year-old girl Ungi, is all of a sudden dropped off at her grandmother's house in Jeju one day. To this little kid, everything is strange and unfamiliar. To all these characters, the writer cheers on. Do not crumble. It's not over. You're still alive. Be happy. The story carries these 14 bittersweet lives against the backdrop of Jeju's warm and lively marketplace and the cold, rough sea. It's a story that's sometimes romantic and sometimes sad, but whimsical and exciting. You know, the way this was written on the homepage was like so poetic. Yeah. I didn't know how to like... Translate (laughs) it. And I was thinking like, maybe I should just write my own instead of ruining this. (laughs) Right. But you get the idea.
1: Yeah. After you talked about it, I think I did see an episode maybe... Or two. i seem to remember the guy really tall guy the first
0: episode yeah Guy, older he's the one that's the daughter right the golfer a
1: golfer and is uh kind of estranged from his yeah. wife or out of the loop of what they want versus what he right. wants and he's very humble and like a good person and right yeah it was really interesting it was kind of uh i like how you said whimsical it was kind of crazy
0: so I think some episodes are, it's it depends on the characters. Yeah, I
1: was gonna say the characters. It's not the show; it's the right. The characters were kind of like, oh wow! Like some of these characters are are pretty crazy. Which some
0: was characters cool. are like, <laughs> yeah, like you said, just there's like one character that Yi byung Han plays, uh-huh. which was a really big deal because Yi byung Han tends. I mean, he's been acting for. Some 30 years or so, you know, but he's usually doing something serious, Mm. um, whether it's an action or like thriller or something. He's not necessarily always like rich, successful guy, but, you know, he's doing something. But his character here is like he's driving around this little truck. He just sells little, you know, things like bathtub, hair filter. Or like soap dish.
1: He stops in the town and does the uh, speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember that. Guy. So
0: he goes around little town because when you think about it, it used to be um, they don't have
1: mar- a market, for right? It, so he's just kind of a traveling market. He's
0: like a kind of moving general store going around yeah. at different towns. Yeah,
1: get what people need.
0: Yeah, and he once in a while he travels to the mainland. He gets his stuff mm-hmm. and bring it back, and he's just driving around. That's what he does. That's his and life. he has a small house that he lives, and mm. if you can call it a house. Um, And he has a really bad relationship with his mom, um, which is another character in this show. So, you know, their story is just really crazy and sad, and you find out their story. And, um, but when you watch an episode of this young Hanya,
2: who...
0: It's really kind of mysteries you don't really know why she's there she's so young she's so pretty mm. and she volunteered to be a henyo. nobody pushed her to do this job right and she moved to Jeju she's happy there and the vessel operator guy who's also young and pretty handsome yeah of course they're gonna like each other or he likes her right but she doesn't want to reveal anything she's not there to make friends
1: she's just there to be a henya.
0: Yeah, or but, so we think. Yeah, or so that's kind of mysterious. But also, they start dating, uh-huh. so you get kind of this really, you know, happy feeling from their their story. But also, you get to find out her story and all that. So every every character has different, different story and brings different emotion. Right. I think that's the key word, like because of life can have so many things mm-hmm. you know like throwing at us right whether it's because of certain age or whether it's circumstances
1: yeah every character is a, in a different part of their life or a different and they're chapter they're representing and, what, yeah or a different age or a different right. gender or whatever so yeah yeah that's interesting
0: and um i actually like the 6 year old character <laughs> yeah. cuz i also grew up with my grandma although I did see my parents. um, She's like, you know, she's like literally dropped off at her grandma's house in this like, you know, middle of nowhere in Jeju, Mm. old house.
1: Never been there before. Or maybe she has.
0: She has, but she's young, so what what does she remember, you know? So she can't have everything she used to have in the city. Right. So she's really frustrated. So she's six? Six. Wow. (laughs) And it's, yeah, and this grandma is like, this is the only child of hers that's not dead out of four. So she wants to love this grandkid, and she does. But, you know, that's, they didn't like always live together, and they d- haven't had a lot of interactions before. Right. So they have to kind of fit into Figure each out other's, how l- to yeah. Live together. So that's really interesting and funny and cute and anyone would think about your own grandma too yeah um that story is really something to uh yeah i mean it's i can just go on and on and on and
1: <laughs> well it sounds like it's kind of character driven and uh each character kind of has a story that's unique and interesting and
0: there's yeah, a romance there's friendship the friendship part is really interesting uh, it's two girls. They went to high school together. I mean, these adult characters in the show, yeah. about the same age, they all kinda of went to same, same school, school, like the one school into town and so they in a way they kinda of all know each other. Um, so they're supposed to be like two girls, they were they used to be best friends, um but you know, I guess there was some issue and that was kinda of like swept under the rug and comes right. out and so you get to you know think about friendship what friendship means and right. you know and then there's romance there's a dying romance part there's a beginning romance story beginning romance is the young henya. there's a dying romance kind of part there's also family and responsibility story that's the golfer yeah there's a getting old and prepared to prepare for your own death story um, relationship with parents story the high schooler. Oh my god! I forgot. The high schooler story is really something.
1: So what is that? Eight now, nine. Did you get them all? <laughs> did you get all fourteen?
0: <laughs> no, it's a, it's not fourteen stories. It's Uh-oh. fourteen characters. Right. But, but did you get
1: all fourteen characters? There?
0: Getting close, maybe.
1: The fourteen emotions on Jeju Island.
0: Wow. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard to describe. I mean, this this is kind of what I said last time when we talked about My Mister. Yeah. But my mister has a big story that carries the, you know, it's, it's a one linear story.
1: Yeah. Well, it's happening like, it's happening in real time. There's a beginning, yeah. a middle and end. Yeah, this is a little different, a little different structure.
0: And you see, this is why I didn't know how to cover any of her shows. I right. mean, not all of not all of her shows are omnibus style, but her stuff is just really hard to describe.
1: Well, what would you say the essence of it? Like, how do you feel when you watch it?
0: It's everything, okay. because it so depends on w- what emotions, episode. Right? Yeah, what episode you watch, what characters you watch. But each episode will be like episode title is episode three, Angelina and Brad Pitt, right? And then you, I mean, for example, okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> your face is like what? No, so for example, like episode three is like Angelina and Brad Pitt, so you get to watch their story. Okay. And episode four is maybe Woody Allen story. Okay. So you get to see like what, like how he got defamed of everything. So that's kind of a sad story. <laughs> and then maybe episode number five. That's, you know, I don't know, like some new TikTok star dating new actor. Mm. So you get to see their like love starting, how they're like, you know, doing things to go out. and Right. But they all live in the same Hollywood Hills. Right. And then maybe they're all neighbors right that's kind of what the show is doing does it make sense yeah maybe my analogy is not the not that good <laughs>
1: no I mean it's it's pretty clear It makes sense yeah I think I was thinking about like there's a reason you like this writer and there's a reason why you like the show and you're finding it hard to describe it so Try to break it down to the essence of it it just sounds like it's um but it's it's the full range of it emotion. Is, yeah it, it, it takes you through it and it brings you in and you know that's what you want from a show i think that's what i want from a show
0: yeah it's, it's i don't
1: i don't really like shows that are specifically one genre okay. or movies you know i think yeah. the best movies and the best shows especially korean dramas which we've talked about before yeah they all kind of have a little bit of everything you know yeah and that's one of the things that I like about those shows is that you get to go through that kind of full range of, of, of emotion. Yeah. Because like like really, a human would. Yeah. And
0: yeah. just that's just how we leave, you know? Right. Like, today I feel really crappy, but tomorrow like something funny will happen. And, right. And, you know, I'll be texting 20 people, like, talking about what happened to me. And, right. And, you know, and maybe the day after, maybe, you know, I'll get really sick. and Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Every day is mean, different.
0: Exactly. And yeah. that's what happens in the show. That's true. But regardless of whatever the story was going to be about, and regardless of the fact that it was written by No Hee Kyung, I was going to watch this because we've talked about this a few times. My favorite actor was going to be in it. Hmm. Who was in The Heirs.
1: Your favorite actor or the guy you have a crush on?
0: (laughs) Thank you for defining the difference.
1: <laughs> like he's um, your favorite actor, and he's the best actor you've ever seen and you love watching him be an actor? Or you just like looking at him because he's beautiful? I just like beautiful? looking at him. There you go. Which sometimes can be both.
0: Um, I think him... I don't know. He's a good actor, but I wouldn't say I would... <laughs> I he, would be blown away by right. his acting. Yeah. Gotcha. There's a difference. Cool. But it doesn't matter because he's a beautiful human being. Um,
1: <laughs> he's the... Uh, he's the boat driver in this right yeah i remember that
0: so he's the young-ish boat driver and when the news came out um because he he took hiatus
1: yeah you told me he hadn't been um he has a special story he hadn't been in shows in a while yeah
0: he was diagnosed with the uh, um cancer some kind of not thyroid it was, he had mm. like a um it's it's like a medical throat cancer yeah. yeah it's a th- it's a part of his throat so he had a the throat cancer, so he was off everything, including even like radio or whatever small interview, like basically off the scene right. for like years. And he was, he also announced, like shortly before he found out that issue, he announced mm-hmm. that he was dating
1: it's the famous actress,
0: a famous actress who was the main actress in Cha Cha Cha. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like, I was heartbroken. <laughs> not that i had any chance with him but i was like i think i felt bad because she is pretty i was like okay i guess
1: i guess
0: (laughs) i guess good looking guys date pretty girls but yeah
1: that was a big deal that those two were dating so yeah they
0: announced that they're dating and i was like okay whatever it's not like i'm gonna date him anyway and then (laughs) (laughs) and then he announced that he has a cancer so he was off the scene um i didn't see him for many years and this is the
1: first thing he did when he came back, right?
0: Yeah, so he was off and then all this sometime sudden. like last year or something, um, he was like I think he posted like a few like Instagram or something like that mm-hmm. and say like, Oh, I'm doing well, I'm you know, in the process, I'm feeling better or something like cool. that and then all of a sudden he announced that I'm preparing for a comeback and that's gonna be No He Gyong show, which was nice. big news for me. And another big thing was that they were both going to be in the same show. Right. So everyone was like, what? Like, they're actually dating, but they're going to be in the same show, right? <laughs> like, how? Like, that's a little weird. But turned out they're not going to be in the same episode. Oh. Because... So she is
1: in this, but she's just different episodes.
0: She's... Yeah, she's a different character. She's not they the don't one that... They not connect with each other. Yeah. Well, there's, like, one scene, actually. They are in the same, like, cafe in yeah. the area. And they kind of say hi or something like that. That's funny. <laughs> but she, he's actually dating the young henya who is whose name is Han Jimin. She was the main actress in Spring Night. Yeah. So those two are the one that starts liking each other and start mm. going out gotcha. and all that. Um the Han Jimin, the young henya story is really something. Um and there's one real person actor.
1: Real person actor. Sorry,
0: it's getting too crazy, so I'm not gonna go in there. Anyway, so and then the, he's...
1: You mean one of the actresses is an actual Henya?
0: She's not Hanya, oh. But
1: Oh.
0: Um, she plays somebody related to the young henya. Oh, okay. And she's not an actress, but she played in the show for the Atch- character. Oh, okay. So yeah, th- those two are both in the show, but they're not connected.
1: Another reason to watch.
0: So that's why I had to watch it, but...
1: Well, hey, I'd be curious, because I don't know if everyone feels the way that you do, but there's anyone out there that has the same feelings about this person this guy the the crush Uh they should email you they should contact you and say hey i've got a crush on him too i liked him in this i liked him in that i saw him in this that's why i like him
0: you know one time i was (laughs) i don't know what show it was but i was screen uh, i was scrolling on vicky yeah it was like one of the shows that he was in or movies and a comment said He's so perfect. It's so painful to look at him. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, I know what exactly this means. That's
1: good. So there are other people that feel yeah, that way. He's, he's really popular. That's good.
0: Um, but yeah, Lee Byung-hun's in it. He's the squid game and yeah. guy. Shimina, the cha-cha-cha girl's in it. The guy you saw in the first episode, the um, really tall guy. Yeah. He actually used to be a supermodel back some 20 years ago, nice. 20, 30 years ago. I think he's probably the first supermodel-turned-actor successfully.
1: Male supermodel. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's a really big name, too. And Lee Jung un who was the maid, the killer maid in the Parasite movie, she's in it. She's the one that plays the fishery woman who works around the clock all the time. Yeah. She's actually, she works a lot, but she's also pretty rich. Because mm-hmm. she's working a lot. Right. And she owns her like shop and stuff.
1: She just still works.
0: But she just only she only works. She's never dating anyone right. and she's always like helping her family. Her and brothers. She's high
1: school friends with that tall guy, right? Yeah. So I, there I is something her. happening. Yeah. Well she's in a lot of stuff too. Yeah, she's, she's great. in a lot of she's stuff. She's always good.
0: Yeah. And the two older henya. They are kind of played by these legendary two Korean actors. And their kind of nickname is like Korean's, Koreans mothers, <laughs> Because they are the kind of the face of Korean right. female actress. So everybody called them our mother. That's kind of their nickname. So having those two together in this show was a big deal. Mm. And especially because the one mom, she's actually from Jeju. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: Nice connection.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I can, I mean, I can go on and on and on just, um, I don't know if any of this stuff is really interesting, but, you know, I think whether you want something funny or sad or, um, I think you should, you should just watch it because, um, like we kept talking, you know, you get full range of emotions here and really full scope of just human life story. Mm Mm-hmm. I think there was a movie some years ago, um, it was like a f- apartment, New York apartment or something. I feel like I remember the title image, it was like red, maybe it was Barcelona, maybe it was a Barcelona apartment or something. There was definitely something like, it was like residence, I think Barcelona or New York, I can't remember.
1: What was it about?
0: It's just, you know, residence.
1: Oh, in in an apartment building or something?
0: Yeah. But that was... It's maybe similar because, like, you go through... The movie was broken up by, like, little segments of Uh each resident. Right. But they don't necessarily know each other. Some neighbors know each other, but some are just neighbors, you know? Right. So it's similar, but in this show, because it's a small section of Jeju town, all these characters kind of know each other. right? But they don't always, like like the movie crashed it, they don't always,
1: they're not always connected. The same, yeah. That way. Yeah, I get it. It's just like, they might run into each other in a situation.
0: Yeah. So we just watched the character A and B story in the last episode. Right. And then this episode, we're watching character C and D, but then while they're going and doing their things,
1: you might see A and They B.
0: might see them like, and they say hi, like, you know, but that's it. So it's very realistic in this sense. There's nothing like, that makes you think like, oh, that's, they made it, happened because it's a tv show right you know? it's just everything is very natural and but yeah high schooler story i really like that high schooler sh- story the two kids um the girl is like school top she's definitely going to one of the top universities in uh-huh. seoul gotcha. her dad is really proud of her everyone in the town is you know she's the you know, face of the town, everybody loves her, you know, the kid and then she has a friend who's also neighbor, the dad saw friends Hmm. from back when they were in school. So their story is really unique and fun and kind of funny, like actually like their stories on the comic side, okay, to like kind of lighten the mood, right? Because there are some stories that are really just devastating.
1: Gotcha. So it helps create balance.
0: Yeah. Did I cover everything? So.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think this is one that, yeah. You know, some shows it's hard, like you're saying, it's it's hard to talk about. You kind of have to watch it to understand. I was thinking about that when we were talking about Anna. Mm -hmm. And then when I was watching Anna, it was like, right away I was like, oh, yeah. This all makes sense, like what we were talking about. Yeah. It, I just connected everything that our where our conversations led, even though I hadn't seen it, which I thought was interesting. I don't think that had happened before.
0: So you meant like everything I said made sense?
1: Everything we talked about, mm. it just kind of was revisited when I was watching it oh. in my head, you know, and like taking those conversations further and understanding more deeply, which I think is really cool. Mm. I don't think I had experienced that before. Maybe it's because it was a shorter show and, like, the things that we talked about were so specific. I don't know. It's interesting. But this seems like one, yeah, you just, you don't have to explain it. You just have to kind of let it, let it take over. Yeah. And
0: the thing is, her, this writer's dialogues are very, um, not dramatic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's kind of funny. And the reason I'm, so struggling to describe this show is because there's not even like really like climax moment or anything like that and here's a good good example. So I watched one of her interview videos and you know, there are a lot of great lines but there's nothing that's like they'll say this because it's drama, because it's T V show, you know? Her all of her dialogues are very real. Like when you watch a TV show, sometimes you come across something like, "Wow, that's such a great line." Right. But in real life, like how many times are you actually gonna say something like that in that moment? Yeah. Right. It's they the characters say it because it's show, right? Right. You don't really see that in the drama. Yeah. Yet you get the full impact from these emotions. Mm-hmm. And I completely understood that part because. I completely understood how and why that is in her shows. Like, I didn't think about it before. I wasn't, like, aware of how dialogues are so, like, just real or plain or there's nothing dramatic. Mm. But I watched her interview before, and the interview had nothing to do with her craft. I think it was something about... um she's like Buddhist and it was like interview of this famous Buddhist monk and she was the guest of the show interview show and they kind of had one question about her show was like oh like sometimes you know we watch your show and there are moments that we could see your religious philosophy coming through or something mm-hmm. like that and then she said something like yeah I try not to do too much I always try to just kind of you know present our life as it is. And she said, you know, I don't really, I think when I was younger, I, I always struggled to write, oh, I have to really put great line in here and there, you know, make, bring out that impact, the characters right. saying, or she's like, you know, what, now my favorite lines is kind of something like, what should we eat? You know, something like that. That's my favorite line. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I think that happens with a lot of writers, but maybe mm-hmm. they don't always address it. Like, uh, the idea that you're always trying to be simple and take out everything that's not necessary and then if you think about when you're writing a script you always want your words to have action, right? direction meaning right because yeah. that's how we are in real life Yeah. so things like what do you want to eat yeah
0: and that's, and that's also something of, that you always say like you know Yeah. that's her point she's like I'm I don't want to, I don't care about writing great lines or, you know, the things that people are going to make t-shirt with or something like that. You know, I just want something, I just want things that we always say, you know, between daughter and mother, you know, mom's are like, you know, if daughter comes home late, mom's like, have you had dinner? Something like that. Did you eat? She's like, that's, that's what I like. That's what I like to write. Right. And she said it in that, in a sense, in a way that, you know, very humble, like not because she realized something as an artist, but she said something like, you know, I'm not trying to write something that gets a lot of spotlight. That's not what I think about when I write. Like I want to write something really great, so people will remember these lines of my show, and you know, that's not my focus. Right. So when I watched, I watched that interview before I started watching Our Blues yeah so when I watched Our Blues I thought about that a lot and I feel like that's why she's so great at reflecting like real lives in her shows
1: yeah it makes sense
0: and like the one that's um, actually my all time favorite that's Dear My Lives Dear My Friends oh my god Um, that's kind of the same way it's a it's a story of friendship between these women. And there are some other like sub stories, but you know, it's, I mean, in short, that's how I can describe it. It's a female friendship story, Mm. but uh, there's so much in there. Um, And same thing, like that's one of the reasons I probably didn't want to cover that show. Although that's my all time favorite, because I don't know how to say it. Like, I don't know how to talk about it.
2: Right.
0: You just have to watch it because it's not one genre. I, I mean, it's like just it's almost like you're watching somebody's documentary or just watching yourself in the TV because yeah. you've had that experience because you've come across somebody. Maybe your sister went through, maybe your dad had that experience, maybe your family's in that situation or something like that. So it's it's like a polished documentary.
1: yeah it's really interesting but
0: same thing in this Chivalra Blues uh, more so because it's not just about female friendship it's it literally has like some eight different stories you know between two three four characters right ranging you know from like six year old kid to 80 year old woman and everyone in between and pretty much all circumstances, like funny, sad, exciting, happy, frustrating, upset, angry. Like there are a lot of emotions in different characters. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just really hard to talk about the show.
1: <laughs> you did great
0: so that explains why the title is our blues because these characters are going through certain things in their life whether it's good bad happy and sad events um i hope you enjoy the show and please shoot me an email what should i watch t at gmail.com and let me know what you think and i'll see you Next week on my one year anniversary episode Have a good week everyone. Thank you